to INS, the International News Service, your source for the most important weird news from across the globe. With news analyst Kevin Harrison, actor, comedian, and musician Mike Wiebe, and professional commentator Brian Camp. INS, the news you need. Pretty sure that's not the Beach Boys, but uh, no, it is. It is. It's of the same ilk. Because the, the Beach Boys, they're talking about the time they were at the beach and uh-huh. uh, the bass player wiped out, <laughs> the, the, and then the rest of the band, because the rest of the band kind of fucking hated him, and they're like, right, <laughs> wipeouts. What was the name of the bass player? Uh, Mike Love. Oh yeah. Right. Everybody does hate him, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. They laughed when he fucking <laughs> ate shit. <laughs> Fucking piece of shit. Everybody said, <laughs> Didn't wipe out. Did one of them have to eat feces off of carpet or something? Is there a famous, like. I mean, Brian Wilson lost his mind. He didn't, he didn't have me. to. He just got to. <laughs> Brian Wilson was the bass player. Oh. oh. Damn. Oh. Is that is that the first and last band where the most talented musician was the bass player? I feel mm. like in the early versions of Beach Boys, he was the bass player. I may be wrong about that, though. I thought he was the theremin player. <laughs> <laughs> on that one song. You mean Good Vibrations? The hit that prolonged their career? Yeah, that's when they started sucking. They started <laughs> sucking when they started writing songs that weren't about wiping out. <laughs> how, did, how did the theremin in that song go, Mike? There's only one way a theremin goes. <laughs> <laughs> I believe. That's it. Yep. Close enough. Welcome to the International News Service. We're your hosts. I'm Kevin Harrison, along with... I'm Brian Kemp. I'm Michael Weeby. Mark Ryan. We're doing a more understated episode. I didn't realize everybody everybody was too cool to be on our our podcast. This is is a serious look at the news this week. We're kind of doing a little bit more of a NPR style. Uh, A little bit of a... Relax, look at the news. It's a real pleasure to be here with all of you this time, this week. It is, too. It's fun to talk about the Beach Boys. Do you remember the Beach Boys, Mark? I do. They were very influential on my musical career. (laughs) The the Beach Boys were the first live act I ever saw. Oh, wow. Did you see them at a baseball game? I saw them after a Cleveland Indians game. (laughs) There you go. And I think that's why everybody hates Mike Love. I think that... (laughs) eventuality it ties into the mike love hate now mark i I want to believe desperately that you are heavily influenced by the beach boys and their early acapella stylings yes is it acapella if there's any instrument at all or is it something else acapella is no instruments yeah okay so even though they did a lot of singing as though it was acapella as soon as it was just harmonies now you're trying to make me look stupid and you did it successfully (laughs) good job mark (laughs) Just a real, that's uh, a real gut punch from Mark. His <laughs> harmonies, dipshit. Oh, well, okay. Well, I mean, you were asking. The no, I did. I made the mistake. It's my fault. The Beach Boys uh-huh. were named that because they were all, they're all brothers. Uh-huh. And they all had natural childbirths on the beach by their mother. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And that's where the term sandy blonde comes from. Mm-hmm. Oh. Because she got sand in her uh, vagina. Why did so many of them have different last names? And she complained. Well, they had different fathers. There you go. Oh, okay. Were they breach beach births? <laughs> yeah. <they're>, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's really hard to say. They all came out feet first, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and and they did have a a lot of people don't know this. They had a a a number of haters back Mm -hmm. in the day. Some of the other bands like uh, the Beatles and uh, the Rolling Stones hated them, and they would always refer (laughs) to them as the Biatch Boys. Wow, <laughs> and that's actually what drove Brian Wilson insane because they'd like just mm-hmm. prank call him all the time and go like, "What's up? What's up, Biatch boy?" <laughs> <laughs> that that who, which which Beatle and or Rolling Stone was that? Was that your was that your British accent? No, that was uh, Paul McCartney's British mm-hmm. accent. Uh, okay, yeah. which I well, here's the thing too about that guy. Pretty sure he's faking that accent. <laughs> he was born in the states, right? I'm the only one that talks like this. <laughs> That's not how British people talk. Uh-huh. How do they talk? If he's really British. He would be like, <laughs> Every Beatles song is immensely better if it's sung in that, with that voice. Oi, oi, yesterday, my shit was four way. <laughs> I remember yesterday. So this week... We have a news story and kind of an arts and culture story, I guess. It's oh. also, it's kind of more of a lifestyle story. I'll let you guys decide. And I realized when practicing this, all our stories this week are set in the United Kingdom. Oh, oh. my God. Oh, they, they all just turned it off when you insulted <laughs> Sir Paul, too. It's <laughs> awful. That's crazy. That because I, mm-hmm. I already, I was already. T- I don't know if you guys remember, but not thirty, forty minutes ago, or however long ago uh-huh. it was, I was just talking about British people mm-hmm. <laughs> and how they attacked the Beach Boys. You mean remember five that? seconds yeah. ago? We should we should edit out that intervening twenty five minutes, so it yeah. sounds like it just happened. It, yeah, it'll be a much right. better connection. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you, the audience, you're not missing much. I was mostly giving financial advice to the rest of the fellas mm-hmm. and workout tips. Mm-hmm. Right. Long story short, invest in Xerox now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they need to strip away his knighthood oh, they for do. his fake accent. Yeah. Oh, Paul, I think that's because he's American. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. He's from the San Fernando Valley. <laughs> look at his look at his haircut right. was that he, is, he was an original member of the the beach boys that's where the hate comes well, from that's why yeah that's why they kicked him out right well because he couldn't because he couldn't surf he was really oh, bad at surf. okay mm-hmm. he got out of the water he fucking ate shit and they all go ha, 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 <laughs> and he got all mad about it and fucking ran off uh, the rest of the beach boys were like ah you got me. I hope there's some really serious people about music right now that are really angry <laughs> at your stupidity. <laughs> They're like seriously mad at all the things wrong that have just happened in the last There's 30 seconds. nothing wrong. I mean, it just, a lot of, a lot of times, you know, people like to uh-huh. gloss over certain historical facts. Like we, when, when people become iconic, we kind of uh-huh. look over a whole lot of weird shit that happened yeah. in the, in their in their up and coming years and 
listen, you know, I, I, I'm not trying to destroy anyone's idols, but I'm also not trying to go worship them either. Because I don't worship golden idols. Mm-hmm. So our first story comes to us from the Daily Record, which is a Scottish newspaper. Oh, ooh, this is going to have a real mean slant to it, I bet. Yeah. Really, we only have one topic that we cover when we go to Scotland. I just want to point that out. So, Haggis! We've never discussed uh, Haggis on the our, show before. Our ancient clans, our historical clan mm-hmm. names. We've yes. talked about Bakla. the Black... We've talked about... We've, that was great. We've talked about... We've talked <laughs> about the Black... <laughs> We've talked about the Loch Ness monster on the show before, and you sure have. I think you, I think you guys are fans, right? Uh, I'm a fan. I'm not a fan of that that joyless mathematician who tried to claim they're all eels, right? Oh, I'm not a fan of that guy. Uh, doing math, my math says that they're eels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm an egghead. <laughs> so the Loch Ness Center is what it sounds like. It's a center for visitors to Loch Ness, and it's about an eel belly. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I said eel belly. Just continue. Oh. Eel belly. <laughs> All right. The Loch Ness Month. I'm sorry. The Loch Ness Center is what it sounds like. It's a center for visitors to Loch Ness, and it's about to reopen following a major renovation. As part mm. of the center's upgrade, it's now hiring for a new staff position, namely Nessie's number one fan. So. It wasn't super clear what role Nessie's number one fan will have, but the article did say they'd get to be the first person to take the center's new one-hour tour, which is a, quote, truly immersive experience, allowing guests to become part of the story and delve deeper into the real story of Loch Ness. Ooh, does it involve submarines? Um, It doesn't say that it doesn't involve submarines. Is there a diorama? I'm sure there's. It, it did say that the tour involved seven rooms. That's a good seven shoeboxes on their so, side. Yeah, so I imagine there must be at least one diorama. One diorama in each room. Ooh, that's great. Maybe each room like is that. a life life sized. I hope there's a big uh, picture, and then there's a big red button, and you push the button, and it uh-huh. goes. This is where Nessie was first sighted. I mean, they'd probably say it with a Scottish accent. No, because they want people to understand it. <laughs> oh, okay, that's fair. Take that, Scotland. So the center's CEO said, quote, the right candidate will receive a generous salary and benefits package, along with the unique opportunity to engage with audiences from around the world and share Scotland's legendary history with them. Perks also include vacation, a pension, and a discount at the visitor's center. Ooh, that's a great job. Does it say? Does it say how much the discount is? No, it didn't say. Well, can you that's... apply online? I mean, you're you're not Scottish citizens, so I don't think that you could apply and get the job. I didn't know there were such xenophobes in Scotland. Yeah. What if I got dual citizenship? Huh. What if I defect? What if I defect? <laughs> you can defect to Scotland. <laughs> Why not? I think you defect to like I Russia or China. Sanctuary. I'm going to defect. If I defect to Scotland, what though? Uh, you can try. I defect. I mean, you have to defect to the UK. You can't really defect no. just to oh, Scotland. Scotland. I go over you there and defect, I say, this, all you got to do is go over there and say, yeah. I defect, I defect, I defect. And you're uh-huh. automatically 
It's called a poor man's defection. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've read that somewhere. That sounds right. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's correct at all. It is, and that's because honestly, that that's how fucking uh, that's how Paul McCartney uh-huh. got to be a British citizen by mm-hmm. defecting to Scotland. No, he went to Britain, but it's the same principles. He just I went see. over there and goes, "Hey, man, I defect, I defect, I defect." And they're like, "Well, you're gonna need to change up your accent." He's like, "Okay, I'll just do like this." Mm-hmm. Oh. Give it a fake accent. You're right, Mike. That's wow. The story is all the time. Dude, have you ever heard that talks like that? This is where he got. He fucking watched the Swedish chef and got uh, confused and just kind of like took a little, took a little bit of that. Oh. I mean, I don't think they had this. Sweet, I heard, I heard, I heard. <laughs> oh, hey, look, I'm Paul McCartney. It's the same shit, except for he's using words instead of the Swedish chef just is speaking in fluent Swedish. I mean, this, the Swedish chef <laughs> didn't appear until 1975. And I think Paul McCartney. No, but no, it, it, he wasn't filmed until 1975. Oh, it was the live show. Now we're getting somewhere. Go, go look online where Jim uh-huh. Henson's from, and when it says California, he's from Greenville, Mississippi. Well, he was born there. But he yeah. moved to California. <laughs> he moved to California right. oh, out yeah. there. He went to the yeah. California embassy and yelled, "I defect! I defect! I, don't I defect!" Think they yep. have an embassy. I do enjoy imagining a world where people just start rampantly running into government buildings, screaming, I defect three times in a row, and waiting for something to happen, like a big, like a full backpack on. Yeah. I defect. Man, is there any way we could, we could uh, convince the sovereign citizens movement that that was a thing? You probably don't want to be involved with convincing them of doing anything. At least, I think that's a Yeah, it's probably a a jailable. Even if it's like, hey, you want... Why don't you have some Jello with your lunch? You know, for dessert, you're going to end up in jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll think that it somehow is a revocation of the status it was <laughs> placed on them, or of the house of something. Crazy people. So our next story oh. comes to us from Metro, which is a UK. It's like a tabloid, but I think they just do scan. I think it's more like they don't make stuff up. They just they're kind of sleazy. I've I used to have I used to get their cards. When I was in New York to go on the subway. Yeah, it's a different different metro. That's it's a subsidiary. But yeah. this, this they're both paper. They're both on paper. Touche, Kevin. This story in particular, I think that it might make Michael insane. I just want to point that out before we, we hmm. get through here. That that's my prediction for this story, and, and we'll see what happens. I thought that the thing that would make me insane is mm-hmm. that my uh, mother smoked pot every day when she was pregnant with me. <laughs> Michael, that's not nice. No, it wasn't nice. She really should have kept clean. <laughs> it explains a lot, and it's not nice. Yes. Wait, who is it not nice? Is it not nice for her to do or for him to point out that she did? No. <laughs> I don't think it's very it's nice. A, it's a melange of both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's probably a lot of. Pregnant listeners getting stoned right now. I don't know that we need to make them feel bad about themselves. Well, just don't, just, just isn't just that do one of our weekends. markets? Isn't that one of our one of our niches? The... Yeah, pregnant stoners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I would say that, like, yeah. I mean, in, in, in industry talk, in industry talk, when we're looking at demos, we call them popping mamas. 
I'm almost positive you and I both saw that porno at the same time. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Popping mamas ready to drop. (laughs) (laughs) The real motherfuckers. Oh, no. I want to apologize to both the listener and Michael's mother. Well, what's the implication there? Yeah, well, I don't know. That's not. I've watched a lot of movies that have things in them that I haven't done. Mm -hmm. Faces of Death, as covered in a Spartacus and a Get to Know Your podcast. You have cracked open a monkey skull, but you've never eaten the brains. I never ate it. Oh, a few good men. I've never been involved in a military tribunal yet. Yet. Uh, so last month, a UK man sat down at a McDonald's to enjoy his meal when a staff member told him he needed to leave. When he asked why, she replied, no shoes, no shirt, no service. The mm. man. Wait, 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 wait. That's weird. No shoes, no shoot. Wait, was it no shoes, uh-huh. no shirt, You're right. no cervix? service what what does that even mean means if you're not wearing a shoe if you're not wearing shoes if you're not wearing shoes or a shirt then it means you're not allowed to have a cervix different different world across the pond that doesn't even make sense like it just means that (laughs) they're gonna rip out your fucking well i don't even know what that you call that area your inside (laughs) butthole skeleton no no. that's what service cervix is it's your butthole skeleton Oh, man. It's the skeleton of Uh, your butthole. So, the man who was not wearing shoes protested by saying he was sitting... Apparently, I guess, like in a wheelchair or something, because I even fucking... You don't stand if you don't have a cervix. It's just gonna be all... It's just gonna be all blobby. It's gonna be like a weird (laughs) kind of fucking... I don't know. Apparently. Paramecium. I, I, how did that even work? So he's got regular legs with bones in them, and then he's got a spine, and then it's just like this blobby mass. Yes. Do the muscles even work that well? Are you calling the pelvis the butthole skeleton? <laughs> it's the skeleton of the butthole. So the man who is not wearing shoes protested by saying he was sitting next to the play area, which is often full of barefooted children, but he said the staff still kicked him out. Apparently the man's wife died in 2013 and since then, he has dedicated himself to never wearing shoes. He said uh, he's even run 20 marathons and at least one half marathon barefoot. The man said he's gotten mixed responses for his barefoot lifestyle in the past Quote, some are completely horrified and don't understand it. Other people fully support it and say they wish they had the courage and freedom to do it. Uh, A spokesperson for McDonald's said their team, quote, informed the customer that for his own safety and for the comfort of other diners, all customers are asked to wear footwear in the restaurant. When he refused, the customer was allowed to remain for this occasion and finish his food before leaving, which is not what he said, but whatever. Well, I hate him. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I saw that I coming. Like him. Why, why do you hate him? I don't. Come on. 
It's, it's time for shoes, everybody. <laughs> it's time for shoes. We yeah. if you if like if you're not yes at a public gym, like a like a bathroom at a gym, okay, or a public pool, uh-huh. there's no reason for public flip flops. What, what about the beach? Let me think about it. Well, he's not wearing flip flops, though. He's just not wearing. Sh- he's not wearing. Well, he's the, um, we haven't even got to bare feet oh, okay. yet. Okay. Uh, the beach, I guess. Yeah, I guess the beach is acceptable. Flip flop. Maybe a luau themed party. <laughs> if there's tiki drinks there. Okay. Well, let me ask you this, Mike. In in your home, right? Uh-huh. And this is. And for the international listener, I don't know what your customs are, but in the states, right. there's kind of a a stratified strat stratified uh-huh. view of wearing shoes indoors. Typically, people up north do not wear their shoes indoors; they have mud rooms because they collect lots of stuff on their feet. And the further south you get, uh-huh. you're more likely to find people that do wear their shoes indoors. Now, you Mike, there's I'm no not, mud in the south. There is mud. But taking your shoes off when you go inside is not something that is commonly done in the South. Okay. Um, some people do, but it's not as common. And one, Mike, do you take your shoes off? And if you do take your shoes off, are you a socks at all times in the house person? Meaning you get out of the shower and you put on a pair of socks <laughs> and you prefer other people to before uh, you walk around your home. I wear my socks into the shower. <laughs> That's... I believe that answers my and the listeners' questions. Thank you. And then I sit down uh, on the edge of the uh, the edge of the tub. Yes. And mm-hmm. I pull out a hair dryer and I dry them on my feet because <laughs> I don't like to walk around in wet socks. Well, you know, yeah, but... he does. He makes a good point there that walking around in wet socks is the worst. Yeah. I'm wearing shoes right now. I bet your feet are so soft. <laughs> Do you have supple feet? Could you describe your feet to the listener? <laughs> no. We might no, have some see, listeners that, who are part very of the problem interested. Is I don't, I'm not like a, a foot weirdo. I'm no Quentin Tarantino over here. Hey, we're recording this on his 60th birthday. Go ahead. Uh, happy birthday, Big T. <laughs> I call him QT. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, what is that? Like the gas station? No, it's that I think he's cute. <laughs> I think he's mm-hmm. a little, little, little stinker. The conversation heart you send them. I don't want to see. I we we see feet far too much uh-huh. than we should in public. So in the home, yeah, do do whatever you want in your home. You weird uh-huh. freaks, get into your freaky foot stuff. I don't care. Uh-huh. But in public, which is what this guy's doing, right? Mere feet away from where people are preparing food for other people, and where people are having vision near children, near where people are consuming food. Here's what I think. I've talked about seeing people uh-huh. with flip flops driving on motor scooters and how disturbing that is. Uh-huh. Yeah. And what I want yeah. to happen if that, and for a quick recap, it's yeah. to a long story short, uh-huh. they lose a toe doing a hard turn and then have to scramble around a four way intersection looking for their, their ripped off toe <laughs> in the hot summer sun where it burns their stupid bottoms of their stupid feet. Like the tar comes off on their feet. It's so hot. Yeah, it's okay. so hot. That's good. And that's what you get for not wearing shoes when you drive your mm-hmm. motor scooter. Because you think it's a bad motor scooter, but it's not. 
Does it seem like the British have lots of cartoons with giant feet in them? Name one. I don't know. All of them. The Hobbit. <laughs> there you go. Monty Python. There's definitely a lot of lot of yeah. yeah. So they've all got a foot thing. So maybe this isn't as unusual in in the UK. Danger Mouse. I bet it's so. It's, it's Danger much Mouse had big mm-hmm. foot, big it's feet. Much, mm-hmm. So did Penfold. True. True. It's much colder and damper there. Though. The mole, very good. Penfold is sidekick mole. Yeah. And uh-huh. bronze winner of the Penfold lookalike contest. A joke I remember them saying at the beginning of the cartoon. What? what? Strong cartoon. They, yeah. They go, let, yeah, it was, it was a joke. It was a funny joke. They go, hey, and and down on the street, here's Danger Mouse and his sidekick Penfold, bronze winner of the Penfold lookalike contest. And I thought it was so funny. I was like, I'm going to remember that joke. I'm going to fucking file that away in my brain as opposed to people's names. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> dear friends' birthdays. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, we got a card for you from you in like To all years. my financial institutions. Oh, <laughs> uh, what else? My, my, my license plate number of my car. Uh-huh. <laughs> Probably where your wallet is right now. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> Checking my yes, I've no yeah, no nope. idea. A, a, a myriad of important things mm-hmm. have been replaced for the joke. And here's Penfold, uh-huh. bronze winner of the Penfold lookalike contest. <laughs> it's a good a joke that I can't. I don't. I honestly don't. I mean, I know Danger Mouse was a spy mouse, right? And Penfold was his nebbish friend, and I have no recollection of any other thing in that entire uh, cartoon series. And that it was British, and that I, yeah. I, right. I appreciated that. They're always trying to thwart that the mean frog was the big bad guy. I, I didn't even know. remember what the bad guy was. I forget his name. You don't Some, remember. Like a, I mostly uh, remember the ads for it more than the cartoon. Theme song was good. Sung by Sir Paul yeah, McCartney. Danger Mouse. Powerhouse. <laughs> he's think- the strongest, he's the quickest, he's the best. Let me ask you you guys something. If yeah. you were this McDonald's manager and you this guy came into your store with his time to lean, time to clean. Well, right. You know, you're you're working you're running a tight ship there at McDonald's. Mm. A real Ray Kroc type. Yeah. Michael you're Keaton. Really oh. ripping some people off while you're doing it. Mm-hmm. You call this a Big Mac, you piece of shit. <laughs> That's the way I'd manage. This this guy comes in with you know, wearing no shoes with three inches of callus on get the, the body. Fuck out of, get the fuck out of my restaurant. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Leave. Sir, leave. Now. <laughs> what what do those what do those feet look like? Does he have fungal fungal you, stuff you know, on he, it? Again, he's run twenty marathons this way. He never wears shoes. He says he's run twenty marathons this way. <laughs> he's eating at McDonald's. Come on. He's eating at McDonald's. Yeah. He's and he knows runner, the kids are there McDonald's. all the time. Yeah. He's no. <laughs> You know, I'm starting to think the Metro may not be the most trustworthy source of information. What? Yeah. I'm starting to think that, yeah, well, he's, this guy is so burnt up out of his wife. Uh-huh. And then he's up in McDonald's throwing a fit over not getting a Star Trek three commemorative glass. Right. <laughs> I, I have a question. Yes. I feel like. And I want to see if you guys agree with this. I feel like if you lose a spouse, you can dedicate your life to vengeance 
if okay. it's called for. But it's John, the John Wick path, yes. But if you start having like a bit about it, you can't 10 years later. It's like it's you're kind of like trading on the death of your spouse to not wear shoes at some point, right? It's not really and and you you've you've learned that if you couch everything in terms of well my wife died that people are going to let you do whatever you want. Yeah. It's 10 years. Right. That's a tragedy. I'm sorry. It sucks. But unless you're still hunting down the real killer, then uh, well, I think you got to put okay. shoes on. What about this guy's wife? What, how's this play into it? <laughs> she, she got a blood yeah, clot from wearing scenario, shoes. <laughs> what scenario is it that it quantifies no shoes? Like, I get it if like, right. I'm never going to ever take the bracelet off that she gave me. Yeah, right. That's fine necklace i'll never remove the necklace or i'm going to you know Uh every night look up at the moon and and sing the song from five will go goes west how does that go what's what's the song somewhere out there around the Wow, it's beautiful. I'm thinking about you somewhere out there. <laughs> I'll wear dreams come true. I was transported <sighs> to a animated masterpiece. Thank you, Michael. Yeah, I believe that was maybe just American Tale. Yeah. And then the American yeah. Tale Part 2 is Five Grows West. Grows and American West. Tale 3 is Five Grows Breasts. <laughs> And that one is NSFW. <laughs> uh, the pride. <laughs> <Your boy. laughs> that joke. Uh, that joke is from a junior high, <laughs> and I don't think I wrote it. I think that was a possibly a Ben Johnson original. Uh, oh, former former. Shout guest. out to Ben Johnson. What's up, Ben? So that wraps up another week in the International News Service. Find us across social media at International News Pod. Email us at internationalnewspod at gmail.com. Mike insists that all of our listeners wear shoes while listening to INS, but Brian and I, we just hope you're wearing pants. Check out the INS merch store at Redbubble and our Patreon, and don't forget to check out our subreddit at r slash INSpod. We'll see you next week. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to the International News Service. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. INS, the news you need.